Hello and welcome to episode number 44 of the Monica Imazur podcast. I am Monica, your host, and I am so glad that you are here with me riding in the car from Boston, Massachusetts, where I just was visiting, back to Connecticut, where I live. Thank you for joining me here. Maybe you're in your car driving to work. That's another story. I don't know how we're going to place this. So you're driving with me or am I driving with you? Either way, we're going. I wanted for the longest time to record a podcast on the lessons from driving um, that we can apply to our lives. And I thought I'm going to do it the regular way, but then what's better than to actually do it from the road? And now that I'm driving five miles an hour on the highway, no one is moving. Um, I'll tell you a secret. It is July 4th traffic, even though it's just July 1st, Um, but it's Friday afternoon. And so everyone and their mother is on the road. But what's better than to use this time productively? And I'll talk to you and you'll listen to it later at some point um, and you will be able to join me with these reflections on driving and being on the road is very parallel to living our lives and I've made that um, connection in the past especially with one of my most popular videos on Instagram on like driving on a highway riding on the highways our lives and that was in in regards to how to deal with unwanted people and situations in our lives where um, when something falls on a road how we react and how uh, what works to do and what doesn't work for us to do but there are so many lessons and I'm not going to put a number on it because I'm just going to go and when I'm going to be done I'm going to be done but there are so many lessons that we get from the road um and things that we can take from here, from the car, as we drive and apply them to our lives. Like even the fact that I'm stuck here in traffic, right? Things are moving slowly and you know, I'm driving. It's Now it's 15 miles an hour, uh, but this is a highway. I could be going 65, right? How often in our lives we are moving five or 15 miles an hour, 15, And we imagine that we supposed to, or we should, or some other person is going faster. How often in our lives are we this way when we, instead of appreciating that, hey, I'm going at five miles an hour right now, this is great. Oh, now I'm stopping, but now I'm moving. Instead of appreciating and being thankful for that movement, we judge ourselves, we make ourselves wrong, we make the circumstances wrong because we want to move faster. We want our lives to go faster. We want the progress to be seen quicker. We want more. We want what other people have from the other lanes. Guess what? The other lane doesn't apply to me. I'm here in my life, in my lane, doing my thing. So remember this. This is probably the most important lesson as in, Stop focusing on everyone else around, but rather take the attention inwards on you and where you're going, what's your lane, where, how you're going to get there, and appreciate the fact that the speed might be five miles an hour or 13, like right now. It doesn't always have to be 65 or 75. Yes, there are times in life that we go at 90, but there are times that we go at nine, and we cannot, we cannot speed up from a position of make wrong. When we are negative self-talk, when we're bashing how slow we're going, there's no propelling yourself in that, nothing. You have to be thankful for what you got. You have to be um, appreciative of what's present in your life in order to move forward. That That's just what it is. Now, I said don't look at other lanes and other people. However, look, when we're driving, um, 
a lot of times in life, people and clients will say to me, oh, I don't trust other people. I don't trust people. This is a nonsense statement because look how much trust is needed in order for us to drive all together on the highway. One wrong move of someone can cause a big crash of many cars, right? One irresponsible person can cause a big deal of trouble. So to say that we don't trust people is kind of silly because, you know, being in a car, you're trusting a lot of people around you who are driving along your way, along your side, and you might not know their name, you might not even see their face, but you trust them. So that maybe is a reminder or a little pointer and a lesson to the people who are not trusting to kind of ease in and of course not be naive. However, trusting people is going to make your life slightly easier. You'll be able to lean in instead of always being on edge, instead of always being, um, you know, suspecting that something is going to go wrong and someone is going to fool you. And um, in this place makes me think about uh, people who project their behaviors. You know, remember that the more you judge others, the more you worry about them judging you. Cheaters worry about cheaters. Meaners worry about other people being mean to them. So don't, don't do that to others. So so you're not going to have the same concern that others will do it to you. Okay. Now, lesson three or something number three, as I'm driving between a silver 18-wheeler and a yellow 18-wheeler, they're very pretty, but it's tight here. I'm slightly uncomfortable. I don't like to be squeezed like this. But guess what? In life, sometimes we're blasting and we have all the freedom and sometimes we're squeezed a little bit. And again, the focus is where are we going, right? So when life is squeezing you, when you're going through a tough time, don't focus about on, on that squeeze. Don't focus on that tight tightness where you're at. Focus on where you're going and go there. Focus on moving forward and go there. All right. So that's very important because a lot of times we like to sit in our misery, in our feelings, in our, um, you know, whatever, whatever negative feelings we have instead of being um, just focused on where we're going, right? Forward. So when the two cars are next to me and they're squeezing me, I'm just moving forward. And guess what? Now I'm past them. I'm not there anymore. This drive is pretty hardcore. <laughs> I'm moving 15 miles an hour this whole entire time. So this is perfect time for me to chat with you. So uh, have a sip of coffee, have a sip of water, and let's go. Um, another thing that is not present right now, but I was thinking about it last week when I drove to New York City. Um, well, actually not to New York City, to Bronxville, New York, and back. I was thinking when you're on the parkway going to New York from Connecticut, it is very narrow. And on one side, you have some grassy things and trees. And on the left, actually going there and then going back is the opposite. You have the wall. And I really, as someone who appreciates freedom, who loves freedom, I really do not like driving on a narrow road and especially with the wall. Now, I have never met a NASCAR driver, but apparently when they are taught, maybe one day, if you are one, please reach out. I want to know if this is true. Um, Apparently, oh, 
this is my GPS, by the way. Vehicle on the shoulder ahead. You should have told me that we're stuck here. Oh, I forgot to tell you we have a GPS on. I mean, you're on the right, on the car right with me. So uh, I'm not sure if you're going to hear it. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. I'll keep you updated. We're still going 10 miles an hour. So back to driving to New York. When I went to New York last week, the wall was right there. And so it made me think um, about when NASCAR drivers, apparently, when they are taught to drive, they are taught to focus on when they're where they're going and not where they're not going. Uh, meaning, don't look at the wall if you don't want to end up on the wall. And I remember this so much. And try this when you drive. If you're driving right now, try this. If you're in the narrow space and the wall is next to you and you really don't like driving next to the wall, focus on the line in the middle and go. Focus on the middle and move. Um, it was, it's tremendous, it changes, it changes the perception tremendously when you focus on the line and not the wall. Now, in life, when again, life squeezes you tightly, how often do we focus on the things that, you know, are squeezing us? The job that we don't like, the, you know, uh, cardio that we have to do that we don't want to. The things that, um, and of course I'm bringing random things here, but you know, any, any kind of discomfort, the commute that you have, the studies that you need to do, the pain with which you know it comes out of you when you're writing a book, the, the, the hours and hours of practice before your performance, um, and all the other things that you're attempting to do. So sometimes you're being squeezed and being tested by life. Maybe sometimes it's people who test you. Focus on where you're going. Focus on where you want to end up and focus on when you're going. Do not pay all that much attention to the things. Of course, don't stay in situations where you're being abused or, um, you know, talked down to or um, harassed in any way or shape or form. Absolutely not. But if this is something that, you know, self-imposed, I don't know, when you're competing in fitness competitions or when you are studying for something, um, the potholes are incredible too. I hope you can't hear too much of that. So now we're just standstill here. Um, Focus on where you want to go. Don't focus on the wall. Don't focus on where you don't want to end up. Oftentimes I hear from clients whose parents or or siblings are out of shape, unhealthy, miserable. Um, They say, you know, I don't want to be fat like my sister. I don't want to be unhealthy like my mother. My, you know, my family is all out of shape, sick. They can't move. I don't want to be like this. Don't focus there. Do not focus where you don't want to end up because you will end up right there. Focus on where you want to be. Visualize yourself how you want to be. Take a look and every night imagine your best self. What is she or he doing? What what are they speaking? What are they reading? Where are they going? Who do they have around? What do they eat? What do they drink? How much sleep do do they get? How much um, exercise do they get? Who, again, do they have around? How do they spend their free time? Focus there and not where you don't want to go. So again, do not focus on the wall. Another thing that comes to my mind is the people who are neurotic when they're driving. (laughs) Last time when I drove to Boston a month ago, there was this lady driving in a little pickup truck, a little white pickup truck behind me. Don't ask me what kind of car it is because I don't even know what I really drive. (laughs) And um, she was going to the right, to the left, to the right, and, and the traffic was really bad. Um, and long story short, she wasn't getting ahead anywhere, but 
she was just neurotic and instead of just being in her lane and going straight she was going from left to right not only causing um you know herself stress because you know if you're going straight you're just going straight but also um, potentially being dangerous and not really speeding anything up and your herself or anyone else and i thought to myself wow what a parallel like sometimes in life people are like this and um and it's interesting to observe them right because you could catch the same vibes and become like that because someone next to you is like this so like if someone has road rage it doesn't automatically mean that you need to have road rage and in life respectively when someone around you is unkind stressed you know mean even you it's not by default that you have to catch on to these feelings you might you might and it's fine i guess but you really will increase your quality of life. The quality of your life will increase significantly with you setting up the vibe around you. You being the buffer with kindness, with generosity, with love, with you know all the good feelings with which you come, you can dissolve these emotions in someone else. You can come with understanding, you can come with compassion, maybe with humor, and you can dissolve these very easily. But you can also catch on to those vibes, like catch and catch the fire. And you know, it's it's pretty common, I feel like these days, that people are so quick to catch on to other people's vibes. And so if someone is mean to you, you then are mean to them. And then you go with that meanness and you go further and spread that more. But look, it would be so easy to disappear that fire, that negative fire, the negative emotions and negative feelings in that person who came at you with it. And, you know, of course, sometimes it's not possible, but you can try, you can try and you can stay committed to leaving people better than you found them. Um, and so this could disappear this person's anger um you know whatever other things they come with being a meanie i call it being a duty um you can disappear it but you can also take it with you and go and multiply it it's totally up to you and remember it's not by youth by thinking that you have to or this is just by default no it's not you have the power you have the power to do whatever you want to do with these feelings man oh man these potholes but we're still going 10 miles an hour so no big deal it's kind of better for the car there we go you can see positives in any situation you can see positives even in the fact that i'm driving 10 miles an hour instead of blasting at 75 or 80 listening to music with open sunroof so you can choose to see positive in any situation there's another lesson i don't know if we're at like seven or eight or maybe we're above 10 but uh a while ago a while ago last week one of my clients texted me or let me know that her flight was delayed and therefore she's going to be able to attend another one of the sessions before she goes on vacation and she said, oh, you know, the only silver lining is that I can come to the session. And I replied to her and I think it had her thinking, but I want you to th- reflect on that too. You never know if something is good or bad up until much, much, much later. You never know. Um, look, six years ago, I moved to Connecticut from Boston. 
I left um, an amazing job that paid me greatly. I left an amazing apartment. I left a city that I loved. I left clients who I enjoyed working with. I left, you know, 12 years of life in this in, in Massachusetts and and you know in the area, and I moved to Connecticut to be in a relationship that from the get-go turned out to be a totally unworkable relationship, abusive, um, not fulfilling at all, just something that from day one, I was, I should have taken my things and go, I should have gone back, but I didn't, I needed that lesson. But that aside, back then it seemed like the worst thing ever. This is so bad. Why is this happening? Why is this happening? I remember asking myself so there goes ways. I don't know what she's saying because quite frankly, we're still driving, barely driving. (laughs) So it doesn't really matter. Um, you know, you never know if something is good or bad up until much, much later, because here's the thing. If I had not moved to Connecticut six years ago, I would have not had this life I have right now. And I have a beautiful, fulfilling, happy, healthy, and amazing life with my partner, with three dogs, with freedom, with woods, with birds, bunnies, and nature close by. And I love my life there, but I would have never had it if I didn't go through this time period. So, you know, it could be, someone can say, oh, this is the worst that my, I missed my flight, or this is the worst that I left this life and moved there, but it really is what we make it. You never know. And also, the universe has a plan behind everything. So maybe the plane was about to crash. Or maybe, you know, corona was about to happen. And I would have not been able to have that job the way I had it in Boston. And so, which is not really the case because I left in 2016. So it was long before corona. But you get the point. Sometimes universe has the plan. But we also have the power to create whatever we want to create. So even though move to Connecticut was awful... I made it amazing. And so focusing again on what, where do you want to go? How do you want to be? What do you want to do? These, these will shape your trip to be amazing. Um, I think that's that for the lessons out of driving. Um, let me know if you had any more thoughts on driving and lessons. It's been a lovely 18 minutes with you. I hope that you could hear some of the noises. Um, And if you're driving as well, drive safely. Thank you so much. Um, I will hear you at number 45. And please, as always, if you got value, um, touch base with me on Instagram on it. Feel free to share um, publicly and privately. I appreciate that very, very much because together we can empower more people and we can have them happy, healthy, and confident in their lives. And until next time.